so glad to have you, Stan. Last time that we were talking, talked, you were getting ready to do this solemn assembly. Tell us how that turned out, and you've got another one coming. Well, it turned out awesome. You advertise something like that, you never know what's going to happen. But I knew that it was God. I knew it was time. I knew that we had to do it. Everybody that was in the meeting says they've never been in a meeting like this. People walked in, not clowning around or talking or chit-chatting. Or, you just, it's, it's like nothing I've ever been in. These people walked in with their water bottles, their mats, their knee pillows, and their Bibles, and they walked in like they were going to war, and of course they were. And they walked in, they had their little notepads or their prayers written out that they were going to pray, and their shofars in hand. And I mean, when we started that meeting, we blew shofars. Everybody has remarked to me, so many people have remarked about this, but, and I was just listening to your shofar, man, <laughs> that guy blew that shofar, that, that's awesome. It is not, if you haven't tried it, it is not easy to make a shofar even sound at all, much less uh, make it sound like it's not a pig caught under a gate or something. <laughs> I have, I'm sorry, I have to laugh at that. That, that guy's good. Anyway. Got to get it just right all the time. Back to you, I'm sorry. So, there, so there's, there's nothing like being in a room with 450 people with locked arms, all raising their shofars. Not all of them had them. Probably 40 to 60% had shofars. But here's what we did. I said, all right, we're going to blow this thing seven times like Joshua did when he circled around uh, Jericho. We're going to blow it seven times. I said, we're not going to blow it out of order. We're going to blow it in order. I said, said, here's what we're going to do. When you see me raise my shofar, you raise your shofar, and we're going to all blow it one full, long breath until we get every bit of our breath out. Then we'll lower the shofar, we'll take a big breath, and repeat. And that's what we did seven times. And it was so awesome. Matter of fact, with just a little bit of time, I could pull it up, and if I, if I can play it, I, I guess I could play it where you could hear it. But anyway, I probably need to send it to you because it is awesome sounding to be in a room with yeah, 450 people. I'm going to guess there's probably 300 shofars all blowing at the same time. Why? Because, as you know, the shofar is a sound to, or a call to war. It's a call to war. That's what these people did. They came into this meeting for war because these are prophecy students that believe the warning of Demetri Dudeman, Shane Warren, Michael Boldea, Leslie Johnson. Dana? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dana Coverstone. And, but there's several. They believe those prophecies. And they came in because they don't want these prophecies to come to pass. They don't want to lose our nation. They don't want to see suitcase nukes go off all across our nation. So they came in with a determined attitude. It's like, it's, how can I explain it? It's like, it's, it's like how, how can I explain it? It's like when I was a kid, uh, one, one time my, my horse used to always like to step on my feet. And he knew it made me mad, and I got to where I was pretty good at pull, pull, pulling my foot up, so not all of his pressure would get on my foot. But I remember one time he stepped on my foot, and I said, that's it, I'm getting the quirt, which is a leather strap. And he knew he was in trouble with that. So he stepped on my foot, and I, I jerked up right quick, and I, ran, I started walking in there, you know, head down, aimed forward in this determined walk, 
to get that port, and he saw me, and he ran to the other end of the corral. He knew he was in trouble. Well, that's the way they walked in. They walked in with their head down, their brows set, and their hands swinging back and forth that like like a mom does when I'm going to get the belt. <laughs> you're, in, you're in trouble. And that's what they did because they were going to get the belt to use it on the devil. And they came in. I mean, yeah, we did praise worship. Yeah, there was a few talks by the ministers that were pretty motivating and guiding and directing. But as I said, these prayers, these five-minute prayers dusted all of the members. They left them. I saw little old ladies get up there, and they were shaking, and their paper was rattling, but they were determined to pray. Five-minute limit, okay? And there's somebody standing there with a clock, a stopwatch in hand, and they kindly step forward, time's up, or, you know, 10 seconds or 20 seconds or something like that to let them know how much time they got. But I saw them stand up there, paper shaking, but they were determined. They were determined because they knew they had 450 other brothers and sisters in the Lord praying in agreement with them. And it was like, it's about time. It's about time I finally have my say. And I'm going to stand up here, by golly, I'm going to tell the devil what it's all about. <laughs> I got a question for you. These little old ladies tearing into that microphone, man. Wait, wait, let me finish my story. Okay, Okay. so then, you know, there's typically 10, 15 people in line. Now, at five minutes each, you know, you're talking about quite a while before you can get back up. I saw these little old ladies. They'd go back to back of that line. they pull out their little spy ring notebook. they start writing up another prayer, and they get back up. Well, this time, they're even more animate, and they're even more, de- I mean, they're just chewing up that microphone. Yes, sir, go ahead. Okay, this is a question that, that I, I think it lingers on a lot of people's mind, and, and I, I need you to point out how important this is in the sense that from your experience, Stan, um, you know, the, there's a lot of things prophesized coming, you know, with, with the different people you mentioned, and let alone the recent dreams of Dana Coverstone, which I guess he had a new one, of course. But yeah. the point is, is can this number of people actually make a difference? Can it? Back to you. Well, of course, that's the thing we're praying, and that's the thing we don't know. And, and I asked Coverstone that. Uh, in a broadcast I did Monday, it aired Tuesday, and another part of it Wednesday. I asked him that very thing, and he said, well, we believe so. He says, "We, I know that our prayers were answered. And I said, I do too. I said, I know we heard them. But now whether us praying and all the other people praying across the land has done enough to roll it back, I don't know. However, I just said this in a radio broadcast uh, of mine that's going to air tomorrow. Let me scroll down here to it. Coverstone, I dreamt I saw the month of October. As a page on the calendar, it was waving it was as if it was blown in a strong wind, skipping down a little bit. And I saw a finger, this is the finger of the angel, point to the second week and go down to the third week of October. And pointed to October 31st and held it in that position and tapped it and held it there. Then I saw a rock fly out of the sky and land in a large pond. Now, I used to think that that was probably a meteor, but there's been nothing um, in terms of America splitting Israel for the meteor to come. So I believe it is saying that this trouble is going to spread across the land like ripples in in a pond. Now, here's the part that answers part of your question. Simultaneously, in the second week of October, I saw these wicks coming out of the heads of federally elected officials, and the higher ones were M80s, the governors were black cats, and then everyone else was like ladyfingers. 
All their heads blew up at the same time. Sparks started flying all around. Well, okay, we're not all the way through the month of October so far, so we don't know for certain if that we passed that. But I think there's a good possibility that at least we've softened or delayed what we couldn't pray away. And that's what we're trying to do. Let me say it again. We're trying to soften and delay what we can't pray away. Soften and delay what we can't pray away. But here we are on October 22. Okay, that is nine more days in the month. I understand that. But at least so far, there's nothing big being big and bad. I want to believe that we prayed a softening and a delay to these M80 firecrackers. However, my suspicion is that we're probably still looking at that, and that's probably the arrests of close to a million people, these 199,000 sealed indictments out there. But we're not sure. Back to you. Things have gotten a little more encouraging, you yeah. know, for the people of Yahweh. Um, yeah. Since that assembly, it really has. And, you know, I keep a close eye. I'm a news hawk. I keep a close eye on the news. And, you know, I, and as far as arrests stand, I really do look for arrests. But I just don't think they're going to come until right after the election. And then I think everything changes. Uh, absolutely. But I do think there. If things are better, if you ask me before it happened, I was pretty gloom about it all, and now I'm I'm lifted up a lot better. So I I think these are these prayers are working. In the past, now listen, I know your fast track team. You have them pray for you every week. They they fast. They do a a, a smaller fast, of course, but you have them pray for things, and I ha- I follow that. I've seen those changes. Mm-hmm. It's just just the same kind of thing. Back to you. Well, I I believe that we can say yes to a degree we have seen a softening or a delay because we haven't seen the big bad things arrive yet. Now, again, you know, if we make it till March 27th and can say that, I'm going to really shout hallelujah and do cartwheels. But like the whole program that I made today on Prophecy Club is, I said, is Dana Coverstone a modern Jonah? See, because I think Jonah was one of the the best prophets of the Old Testament, simply because he sold his message. He got the king to take off his kingly robes, set in ashes. He called a fast of all people, fast of water and food. Now get this, water and food of all people and animals. As a result, God delayed the judgment for 40 years instead of 40 days. Well, I would love to think that God would give America another 40 years. I think that's asking a whole lot. But nevertheless, we don't know. We're going to pray it. Here's another thing to watch for. Skipping down about three paragraphs. Then I saw, and and this is, what what I'm going to read here, it's going to sound negative, but I believe it's actually positive. And I have to be careful of my words because uh, before we even start uh, reading this, I'm talking about Proverbs 13, 22, and I'm talking about information that comes from finalwakeupcall.info. Anyway, it says, and this is from Dana Coverstone, a prophecy. Then I saw a $100 bill the size of a flag hanging on a flagpole, burning on one ca- on corner. It was being lowered like a flag lowered at the end of the day. People had their hands over their hearts and were crying because the God of money was being lowered. Well, we suspect that this Proverbs thirteen twenty two thing, you got to look that up. I can't talk about it directly. But this Proverbs thirteen twenty two thing is now... Close. I'll say it that way. People had their hands over their hearts, crying because the God of money was being lowered. 
Then the dollar lost its value. It burned until only one-third of it was left, meaning only one-third of its value was left. To the protesters, the death of the dollar was celebration. Many people were celebrating while others were devastated, totally torn up by the death of the dollar, and the value of the American dollar was dying. I heard someone playing taps in the background. Well, what's so important about that? Well, Daniel Davis, a missionary to Costa Rica, I think it is, came and spoke to Prophecy Club back in 2012. Made a DVD called I Saw the Death of Dollar, I Saw the Dollar Dead, which you can watch instantly at watchprophecyclub.com. In that, he said, I saw a government official step to a microphone and said, Ladies and gentlemen, I have an announcement to make. He said, the United States, as you have known it, has ceased to exist. All property lines are dissolved, and the dollar, the U.S. dollar, is worthless. Now, that sounds real bad, but I think it relates to this. And actually, brothers and sisters, this is a good thing. This is actually them removing the Moloch and the ball worshipers who do human sacrifice, just as in, as in the days they did when Joshua went into Jericho and things like that, where he was told to kill man, woman, child, all animals, everything. He was told, do not take anything out of the city that doesn't pass through the fire. Why? It's not because they had germs on them, because it was so filthy, because they were doing human sacrifice. Animal sacrifice was not the thing. It was human sacrifice. They were heating up the hands of Baal, the cow god, till they're white hot, and then they lay their newborn children on the hands and watch them cook. And that's the way they worship their God, and that's the same thing. See, these same thing, these Moloch and Baal worshipers have controlled our financial system for over 300 years. This is the replacing of the Baal worshipers. This is bringing in a new system. I, I can't say it exactly. It's and it's all based upon Proverbs thirteen twenty two. Proverbs thirteen twenty two says the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. Now, if we want to know how Coverstone is doing here, what we will see, in my opinion, we will see a big change in the dollar and a new system come in. And since he's saying this happens in October, since we got nine days in October. If this thing happens, we can say Coverstone hit it right on. Then you go to Shane Warren. Shane Warren said he saw a great wealth transfer coming to the hands of the church. He said people could no longer go to the government for help. And then, of course, uh, Terry Bennett said that the when the checks from the government stop, the trouble will ensue. Okay, well, what are we looking at right now? Nancy Pelosi and Trump are battling over this PPP thing. Pelosi is saying, no, you're going to give me all the money I want. Donald Trump is saying, no, I'm not going to give you all the money you want. And instead, because of their fussing and fighting, there might not be any more checks going out. Well, that just happens to be fitting at the right time. Then if we go to what Shane Warren said, he said that they're not going to be able to go to the government for help anymore. Why? Because all of the death of the dollar. What this is saying is if this is accurate, we should see some kind of a big change having to do with that. And it's saying it in October. So I don't know. We will look and we will see. And again, none of this comes from me. All of this comes okay. from finalwakeupcall.info and based upon Proverbs 13.22. 
Tell them about the Watchman's Trumpet and everything, because when we come back, we're going to talk about okay. this new Solomon Assembly, and we want them to be able to find it. As Coverstone said, he was commanded to speak into the ear, calling people to come into agreement and pray with him. I am speaking into the ear and to the Spirit, and I'm speaking to all of the prophecy students, and I'm asking you to come to Topeka, Kansas, and to fast 12 hours and to pray with us, and you find out all of the details by going to watchmanstrumpet.com. It's on Halloween. We're going to fast for 12 hours, blow our shofar, and we're going to pray. Go to watchmanstrumpet.com. In the name of Jesus, all of the prophecy students out there, I'm speaking into your spirit. I'm asking you to come. If you believe in Bible prophecy, if you believe in this nation, want to save this nation, go to watchmanstrumpet.com. Watchmanstrumpet.com. Read every word of it. Get signed up and come to Topeka, Kansas for Halloween. That's in nine days from now. Watchmanstrumpet.com. You can download all the Coverstone Dreams at watchmanstrumpet.com. I want to believe that we prayed enough. I want to believe that there's been enough Christians across the land that have prayed for America and that none of this stuff Coverstone has told us is coming to pass. That's what I want to believe. The problem is, when the Bible says, in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. So when the angel says, for example, do not stop bracing for the storm will not pass until I stop the storm. So brace, brace, brace yourselves and don't look back. When it says three times, brace, brace, brace yourselves, it's saying, bub, you can pray until your eyes roll out onto your cheeks, but this one is coming. Means a lot of this stuff he has got, we can pray until we sweat drops of blood, but it's still coming. And it has to. Not that we want it, but we want... See, this is not our home. We're just passing through. And Jesus is not interested in building a kingdom in this world. He says, if this were my kingdom, then my servants have fought for me. This is not his kingdom. His kingdom is where we're not in a mud body. We're in a light body. So he's trying to win as many people to eternity as possible. And if he has to bring suitcase nukes, death of the dollar, persecution, lopping off a few heads, that's exactly what he'll bring. He is the righteous judge. He knows exactly what to do and where and when and how to do it. But at the same time, we don't. We don't know, like the king of Nineveh said, perchance maybe God will turn his wrath away. So they just did it on a lark. They just did it fasting and praying all people and animals, hoping he would turn away his wrath. We got to do the same thing. We don't know. That's the reason I'm speaking into the spirit. I'm speaking into the ear in the name of Jesus. And I'm calling all watchmen. I'm calling you. I'm calling you by the name, by the spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come to this meeting. The prayers are not done yet. How do you know they're not done? Because Coverstone had another dream on the 26th of September. That's, what, six days after our solemn assembly meeting. And it basically said, more trouble's coming. And I talked to Coverstone. He said, well, like you, I want to believe that it's all prayed away, but I don't believe it has. So I'm speaking into the air. I'm speaking into the spirit by the name of Jesus Christ. And if you're a prophecy student, if you know who you are, I'm talking about if you know who you are in Christ, that you have power and authority to tread upon scorpions and serpents and over all the power of the enemy. 
If you know you can put a thousand to flight with one and two can put ten thousand to flight. If you know that wherever two or more gathered in his name, there he is in the midst of them. If you know that wherever two or more agree is touching any one thing, you can ask what you will to be given. If you know that, if you if if his words abide in us, we can ask what we will to be given. If you know and if you believe in Dimitri Dudeman's warning and Shane Warren and Michael Bolday and Leslie Johnson and Kirk and 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 great and 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 Gary Metzger, if you believe in these warnings we've talked about, if you believe in this, I'm calling you by the Spirit of God to come to Topeka, Kansas, for 12 hours of fasting and prayer on Halloween. You get all the details by going to WatchmansTrumpet.com. Come to this meeting. Come to this Amen. meeting. Come to this meeting. WatchmansTrumpet.com will get you all of the details that you need to know. Watchmanstrumpet.com. Folks, what is going on is the right kind of attitude that you need. Those of you that know your word know that in Ezekiel, this is what happened for the people of Yahweh. Anyway, in Ezekiel, um, we have chapter 9, and I'm sure you know it, Stan. It says, And the glory of of Israel was gone up from the cherub where he was to the threshold of the owl. And he called the man, clothed him in linen, that had the writer's inkhorn by his side. That's right. And Yahweh, or the Lord, said unto him, Go through the midst of the city, through the midst of Jerusalem, and set a mark upon the foreheads of the men that sigh and cry for the abominations to be done in the midst thereof. And to others he said in my hearing, Go after him through the city and, and smite. Let not your eye spare, neither have you pity. Slay utterly old and young. And what happened was they went through the city and slaughtered everybody that didn't have that didn't have the mark, and how did they get the mark? By having the right attitude. What was the right attitude? By weeping, crying, sighing, for that's what to come. Folks, that's what you need to do. You need to be in the right place. If your heart isn't upset over about what's to happen, then really these troubles are for you because it's to wake you up to the point where you know that. And so right now, this is what you need to be doing is weeping and crying, for your salvation lies within that. Back to you, Stan. If you believe in Dimitri Dudman, Michael Boldea, Leslie Johnson, Henry Groover, Shane Warren, Terry Bennett, Marie Scalar, Augusto Perez, Doug Metzger, Bree Keaton, if you believe in the warnings of these people, then you're the kind of people we need there. We started to have this meeting down in McAllen, Texas, and we put out to the pastors there to have your people go and sign up, and we asked for a $25 donation. Why? Because we want to make certain that we're getting the right people there. Well, guess what? The pastors have all of their congregation members on a pushback. They come back and they said, we see no reason why we need to pay $25 to go to a prayer meeting. So we simply pulled the meeting out of McAllen, took it up to Topeka, Kansas, because if they don't see a reason why they need to pray, if they aren't willing to pay $25 to come and pray, they got the wrong attitude kind of people we want is the kind of people say, look, if I got it, I'd give $500. I want to go in there. I want to get behind that microphone. I want to take my five minutes and I want to pray like I'm ripping the devil's kingdom wide open. I want to split heaven open. I want to see my prayers go all the way to the throne. I want to see evil in this nation put down. By the way, what we also do is have prayer topics. As you're praying, you can pray with someone that's praying behind the mic or you can pray silently, or we also have prayer topics that change every about every 10 minutes. And there are things that you can pray for. You wouldn't think that but 12 hours of prayer 
would pass so fast. But you'll, I, I tell you right now, 12 hours of prayer will pass like an hour. You'll be amazed that it's already 8 o'clock in the evening. You'll be amazed. I mean, 48 hours. We kept that microphone going solid through the night for 48 hours. The fewest people that were ever in line was three. Most of the time, it's 10, 15 people in line. They were scratching the clawing to get up to that microphone to pray because they had 450 of their other brothers and sisters praying in agreement with them. And I saw people stand up there, and I mean, they punched into the air. They prayed at the top of their lungs. I mean, they were ripping and snorting, and the devil was crying, I'm telling you. They were making the dead, the, the devil mad, and we were all glad. No prayer in agreement, but the fasting folks, proves that your prayer is indeed sincere, and that's what we're talking about. If your faith believes something bad's coming, then why doesn't your faith lead you to this kind of prayer back to you, Sam? You have not been in a prayer meeting like this. Now, just think about it. In a day and time when it's hard to get two or three people to gather together for a prayer meeting, then you got to lure them in with cake and ice cream. And we're saying, no, it's $25 coming to this prayer meeting. We're going to fast for 12 hours. What? You're going to fast for 12? That's right. Fast for 12 hours. We're going to be in our seat by 7.30. Shofars blow at 8 a.m. We're going to do brief praise and worship. We will have a couple of talks by the ministers. But it is mostly five-minute limited prayers. And you watch and see. Now, we've got about 100 people signed up right now. Probably around 100, 150 people actually show up at this one. But it is going to be powerful. You had never been in a prayer meeting like this. As a matter of fact, I had one pastor. So he stops me. I'm walking in. He stops me. He said, i got to tell you, this has changed my life. I said, well, quickly, I've got to go back in there. Mm-hmm. He said, my wife called me. He said, I'm pastor. He said, I never could get her to pray. She never did. She didn't want to pray. And here I am, pastor. She never wanted to pray. She'd been watching this at home on live stream. And she said, he says, she called me, and her life has totally changed. She's never seen people pray like this. She's never heard these kind of prayers. And she is on fire. I'm telling you, there's fire in the voices. There's fire in the heart. There's fire in the words of these people behind this microphone. You have never been. And yes, we're live streaming it, but there is nothing, nothing like being in a room with uh, some 100, 150 people that are fasting Pay $25 to come to a prayer meeting now. I mean, that's people pretty serious, okay? $25. They understand, Demetri Dudeman. They understand things coming. They've heard Coverstone. They've heard what's going on, and they're coming to kick the devil. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not flesh. They're not writing words, nasty words on the buildings or breaking and burning and looting. That's not our weapons. Our weapons are mighty through God to the bullying down of strongholds, loosing the angels to do warfare. We're going to be sending out the ministering, protecting, guarding, but we're going to send out the, the warrior angels too because what if if the devil knew what we were doing, he'd be sending the National Guard after us because we are his problem. Even Gorbachev said one day, he said that the biggest threat to communism are those tongue-talking Christians. Now, let me say something about that. <laughs> See, because we gather under one name, Jesus, to do one thing, pray for America. There is no doctrines. There's no denominations. None of that splitting stuff. No division in this meeting. Gathering under one name, Jesus, to do one thing, pray for America. That's all. We had one guy that wanted to get up and teach everybody dance. I walked up, muted the microphone. I said, sir, we're just praying for America. That's all we're doing. Well, I'm filled with the Holy Ghost, and I'm going to teach them to dance. I said, well, not here. 
<laughs> we are pride for America. And so we don't have any denominational divisions in there at all. So whatever you believe, as long as you believe in Jesus, you are going to feel comfortable and welcome at our home here. You get signed up. You go to watchmanstrumpet.com and you get yourself signed up. You get to that meeting. And I will, I'll promise you, look, Dan knows me. Long time, I promise you, you have never been in a prayer meeting this powerful in your whole life, and this will probably be the last one of them, simply because the election's going to take place three days later. This is your last opportunity to be in a prayer meeting as powerful as this. As a matter of fact, also Coverstone said that in one of these meetings that there's going to be a mighty rushing wind and tongues of fire set upon people that are praying and fasting. But he said it's going to happen in November. Well, one of the people reminded me, and they said, well, even though you're doing it on on October 31, which is Halloween, he said, as far as Jerusalem, that's actually in November. So I asked Coverstone about that, and he said, yeah, he said, could very well be. Even he said, this changed my prayer life. He said, I've never been in a prayer meeting this powerful, never. I've never seen people pray like that before in my whole life. Okay, well, Stan, we got to break in. Tell them where they can find you, and we'll have to say goodbye. Well, here's it. You go to watchmanstrumpet.com. So then also go to prophecyclub.com. Come to the meeting. Don't miss this once, last, and only time in your lifetime to be in this kind of a powerful prayer meeting. Well, thanks for being on with me, Stan. And I do highly recommend that. How Pre-Trib One. that is a fantastic book. And I like what you said about the 5013C church in it, that's dynamite. But I gotta go. I'm gonna have to say goodbye and shalom to you. Bye bye, Bye bye.